Welcome to the A Plus Ed Tech Podcast. My name is Ashley McBride, and I'm an instructional technology facilitator in North Carolina. Today's episode, we're going to talk about some new social media tools that have popped up on both Twitter and Facebook, and we're going to discuss a little bit about social media and what we need to be talking about with our students. Social media use in education is growing, and it should be. More and more of our news comes from these different sources. For instance, tweets posted by political figures and celebrities are commented on by news organizations on a daily basis. Businesses grow and thrive with positive social media posts, while others cannot find a way to rise above the negative reviews and end up closing their doors altogether. Finally, video live streams captured by bystanders has led to raw footage of crime and injustice being committed for everyone to see. Schools have started to talk to students about their digital footprint and about what should and should not be posted by these students and what those consequences could look like. There are some schools who choose to ignore it altogether, hoping that parents and common sense will prevent those students from being unkind or inappropriate on a public forum. That approach is a mistake. Not only should teachers discuss social media, they should use it in their classrooms. They should be posting positive stories about the activities in class, giving recognition to students who achieve successes, and serve as an example as to what social media allows us to do. If we don't, then we run the risk of having students out on these platforms without guidance. Think back to some of the things you said and did when you were in middle and high school. What if those things were out for the world to see? The impulse control of our students is often absent when they are in the presence of peers who are egging them on to do something. There are YouTubers who have found success and can make millions of dollars posting videos or streaming live, but to do that, they need a lot of followers. What might one of our students do to gain followers if they thought they could make millions on it? This is why parents and teachers need to have multiple conversations with students about social media. Many of the educators who are listening to this podcast would tell you that this attitude of using and teaching social media in the classroom is not new. Attend any educational convention and a lot of the speakers will be talking about using and teaching students how to use social media. But in this podcast, we're going to be looking at some of the considerations that should be made and how current events can be used to discuss social media in your classroom. Let's start the conversation with bullying and Twitter. Twitter has been well known for harassment happening on their platform. In fact, Twitter was looking to sell their company back in the fall of 2016, But all prospective buyers dropped out as more and more harassment charges were coming up in the Twitter world. So Twitter has worked to start rolling out some anti-harassment features. First, it started with the ability for regular people to verify their accounts. This is in hopes that at some point people could block anyone who is unverified. To verify your Twitter account, you have to fill out a form. 
if you look in my show notes, you'll see that there is a link to a newspaper article that discusses this process. Now, recently, just this week, Twitter has rolled out some more anti-harassment features. Users are now able to mute specific usernames and words from their timeline, and they're also able to hide accounts that are still using that egg icon. So if someone hasn't posted a picture of themselves, then you can block out any of those eggs. The other social media change this week was Facebook. Facebook has announced that they're going to start trying to use artificial intelligence to help detect suicidal posts. This is in reference to a few individuals who have committed suicide on Facebook Live. This includes a 12-year-old girl and a 14-year-old girl, both happening in the month of January. While at least one of them that I know for sure did not actually happen on Facebook Live, it was later posted by her friends onto Facebook itself. In 2016, Facebook started to allow individuals to report other users who were showing signs of suicidal or self-harming tendencies. When a person is reported, Facebook then gives the reporter pop-ups that allows them to talk the person through it and hopefully get someone physically to that person to stop them from doing whatever it is that they're saying they're going to do. Now, Facebook is allowing these tools to be used during live streams. Now, it was thought back and forth as to whether or not the live stream should continue, and it seems that the determination has been made that If you cut off that live stream, you're cutting off the outside world, which is going to make the user who is possibly going to commit suicide more likely to do so. So they've decided not to cut it off, but instead you can get uh, self-help phone numbers, uh, pop-ups that will help individuals to try to get through that situation. They're taking all of the reports and they're feeding that information into a program that will create some artificial intelligence that will help to detect suicidal tendencies in users. This would mean that it would hopefully take out the need for a physical person to notice it. Both of these stories cover much bigger topics than just the usage of social media. They cover bullying and suicide and self-harm. Students need to be aware of these tools and they need to know how to use these tools. In the case of Twitter, they need to know how to block people who might be harassing them. And in the case of Facebook, they need to be able to know how to report these types of incidents if they are viewing them online. These new tools and the articles written about them can be a great way to start these conversations. In my show notes, I've listed some articles that could be used to start this discussion. Please, if you plan to have some of these conversations with students, especially those about suicide and self-harm, you're going to want to invite a school counselor into your classroom, and you're going to want to reach out to administration and parents. Do not do this alone. This is not something that you should be going in 
and finding these articles, walking into your classroom tomorrow and just throwing out there. You need to have a set plan and you need to let others know that this is something that you feel strongly that students need to hear about. Also, you need to be aware that many of those videos are still out there and still viewable. So for instance, when I was doing research for this podcast and the blog post that I did on this topic, I found that those videos of the individuals who committed suicide on live stream, they're still up and still viewable. They can still be found. So be careful. If you intend on having your students do any of the research themselves, you need to have that conversation with them. I am an advocate for having students do research. I am an advocate for talking students through these things, but it is imperative that you are careful and you're not letting students access something that they really don't need to be seeing. When we're talking about social media having to have anti-harassment and suicide prevention applications, the tools themselves can be kind of scary. When you're thinking about students who are just sifting through their Facebooks and then they come across some videos that they don't need to be seeing on their live stream, that's enough to make any parent or teacher want to say, stop, let's not use this. But don't do that. Don't shut it down just because there are some bad things out there. Facebook and Twitter are just tools, much like a hammer. A hammer can be used to build an entire house, and it can also be used to tear the whole thing down. You don't throw out the tool just because it can be used to harm or hurt someone. You teach people how to use the tool appropriately. If you have any comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you have some expertise that you'd like to share as a guest on my show, please feel free to find me at aplusedtech.com. Music.